Hallelujah. Well, if that was for me, why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Hallelujah. It's good to see all of you. Powerful song ministrations. Get up and stand up, isn't it? It's time to fight. To fight for the lost ones. Amen. Well, for those of you who are joining us for the first time or you were not here last week, we said today is our rep your jersey. So, depending on which team you support, you wear the team's jersey. I realize that I don't have any team again. I supported Chelsea. They disappointed me. I supported, uh, which people, Manchester United. Disappointed me. It didn't work. I mean, so, I'm just a general person. <laughs> so, I believe that God is helping us. Amen. And um, we are ending this month in grand style. Hallelujah. August is going to be a great month. Um, Like we have said, it's our month of new beginnings. And um, our book for the month is going to be uh, The um, Sweet Influences of the Anointing. Hallelujah. So make sure that you get that book. And um, it's going to be great. Amen. Right. Let's take our memory verse for today. And then we'll be moving on. Um, is it Proverbs 11, 12? Or is that it? Okay. Powerful. What does it say? Proverbs eleven twelve. Can we read it together? Ready, go. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 12. He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 12. Amen. Does it make sense? A person who doesn't have wisdom, you despise your neighbor. I think because you don't know that you will need your neighbor one day. <laughs> but we need each other. We need each other, I tell you. And choir, you have to sing that song. I need you, you need me. We're all a part of one body. Amen. And then a man of understanding will hold his peace. Okay, so let's take it together. Ready, go. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 12. He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor. But a man of understanding holdeth his peace. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 12. <laughs> Can we take it all? You believe we should do it one more time? One more time. All right, let's do it again. Ready, go. Verse 12. He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor. But a man of understanding holdeth his peace. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 12. Okay. Right. I'm sure we can try and do it. Amen. Okay, let's do it together. Ready, go. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 12. He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. Proverbs chapter 11, 
Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning. The last Sunday of the month of July. Thank you. It's been a good month. We are so grateful for all the things you've done for us. But your word says that the path of the just is like the light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. And so, Lord, we know that even the days ahead and the coming month will be better than this month. We pray, O oh God, that as we have declared August as the month of new beginnings, we pray, O oh God, that there will be new things in the month of August. Whatever mistakes we made in the past is cancelled in Jesus' name. We are starting afresh. We are saying new things, new beginnings. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, O oh God, that we're going to end the year very strong because your presence is with us. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. And um, we are trying to round up on um, our discussion on what it means to become a shepherd. And I think that just as our sister Dora sang, we need to stand up, get up, and fight to become a shepherd. Amen. It's one of the things that Satan would not want you to become because um, becoming a shepherd you are actually spoiling his work. Yeah. One of the reasons why the work of our Bishop, Bishop Dag is a very powerful work. It's a, it's a very powerful calling God has given to him. Because all his teachings, they seem to be fighting Satan. And fighting all his things. You know, his book on loyalty and disloyalty, I tell you. It, it, it just fights Satan left, right, center. <laughs> he hates, you know, so all the teachings on working for God and all that, no, he doesn't like it. The devil will wish that you will be just a common church member. Somebody who just comes to church, you are sitting around, smiling, enjoying the message and people around, then you go back home. You know, that is what would make Satan happy. You know, one of the things that for me, I found to be a great blessing. When the Bible says that, um, I think it's in the Psalms, it says that you have made me, uh, it said what, you have made me more uh, than the angel, something like that. There's uh, a little lower than the angels, then he said that um, you have placed me over the works, over your works, something like that. And, uh, but basically he was talking about uh, he has made him glorious by putting him in charge of his works. You know, then I realized that um, you know, Adam and Eve they were in the garden. Adam was taking care of the garden and all that. And once he was there, things were beautiful. Everything was great. And then he moved out of the garden. 
But the Bible says that when man fell, the Bible says that we fell short of the glory of God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So, as soon as you move away from doing the work of God, you come short of the glory of God. So, the only thing that brings you back to the glory of God is when you begin to do His works again. Yeah. So, that is why I work for God. I work for God. You need to look for that scripture. It's also in Hebrews. And then I think it's in Psalms. You know, so because I want to see the glory of God in my life. So if you want to see the glory of God in your life, do the work of God. Serve God. Find something to do. Yesterday I was talking to a brother. I said, what do you do? He says he goes to church. He mentioned the name of the church. I said, great. I said, what do you do in church? He was looking at me. He said, what question is that? I said, no, I mean, are you in the choir or are you? He said, no, his church, there's no choir. There's nothing. I said, ah, so what do you do? So we go, we pray. When we finish, we close. Then we come back again and pray. That's, that's all. I said, wow. It's a praying church. It's also something. <laughs> you know, but I think that becoming a shepherd, which is what we have been talking about for the past three weeks, is just to help us to also uh, first of all, like I said, we gain a certain glory in God. And also to help God in the work that he is doing to save souls. Because there are many people that are perishing. And we have to rise up. Eh? What did you say? A little lazy day. So what did you say? Eh? Olua. Eh? Did you give him a microphone? Say a bay biatwaso. Mojana nanano. Wadi. Shego to my I like the one that Makion did this. This one did this. This one did this. The apostles did what they could do. They did what they, they could do. They went to the ends of the world. They went to the ends of the earth. Paul went to the Gentile nation, yes. preaching Christ to them. Preaching Christ. William Carey fought for India. Yes. Adoniram Jackson fought for Burma. Zizinda yeah. went to the ends of the world. James McKeon for Ghana. We need to get up. Wow. And, uh, James McKeon, you know him, uh, Church of Pentecost. Today, Church of Pentecost is all over the world. But it started somewhere. Where was it? Sunyani or somewhere? Uh, somewhere, somewhere there. But what I'm saying is that all these people did something. Mm, Jackson, Jackson is J-U-D-S-O-N. I don't know why they spelled it Jackson. J-U-D-S-O-N. You know, so may your name also be added to the song because you did something. They will say, you too, for Obua, say something, something. Put your hands together for Jesus. It shall be said about you. So we said that we need to become shepherds, or we must become shepherds, because, um, or you can't become a shepherd, because all you need is a desire. And then, I'm just rushing through, because we've done all this already. Number two, we said you can become a shepherd, because the natural stage of development for a Christian that at a point you must become a shepherd. Number three, we said that you must become a shepherd 
because there's a great need for shepherds. People are scattered all over because there's nobody to gather them together. Look at the people that gathered at the crusade the other day. Wow. Yeah. Two days combined, I think we had about over 600 people gathering over there. Yeah. So, but it just took people who would say, I'm going to be a shepherd. I'm going to gather people and bring them there. That's it. Number four, God's people are scattered without a shepherd. And then number five, becoming a shepherd will help us to fulfill the Great Commission. Quickly, today, uh, I have just 15 minutes left. Number six, you must become a shepherd to obtain a good degree. I like this verse so much because it's like if you have never been to the university at all, at least in the church, the opportunity has come for you to get a degree. Wow! First Timothy chapter 3 verse 13. You know, because any, from today, don't let anybody tell you you haven't gone to university. That you don't have a degree. You can get a degree in the church. Oh. He said, for they that have used the office of a deacon well purchased to themselves a good degree. <laughs> Not a bad degree. Some people, they finish, they get past and think, this one, good degree and a great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. So, Brother Collins, you can get a degree in the church. Yeah, it's like, can we come to church? As we are coming to the church, what is there in it? There is a degree. There is a degree. I see you holding your degree in the church. Because you have become a shepherd. Yeah. And not just a degree, a good degree. Yeah. Tell the next person, don't worry if you haven't been to the university. Don't worry. There's a degree in the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, because people have degrees in so many things. Degree for oceanography. Sometimes some of the degrees, I don't even know what it is used for. Hmm? Degree in this, dendology, entomology, this, that, that. And these days they have packaged the things very nicely. So when they mention it, it's like, wow, which one is that? <laughs> Financial engineering? Wow. Management of something, something, something. But it's just the baller movement, that's all. But they've given it another name. Eh? Do you know some of the names? Theater and arts. That one is, is. Some of them, when they mention you don't know what it is. So you have to ask. What is it? Archaeology is here, all this thing. No, one brother, one of our church members, he had a, a course. So, so what exactly is the course? So it's the baller that we try to waste management. They have given it a very wild name. It's actually baller work. <laughs> but I'm just saying that in all the degrees that you are getting, Mm, that you have now become a thermometer. You have every degree. You need to also have a degree in shepherding. Wow. 
you must be a shepherd so that you can have a degree. And I'm sure when we arrive in heaven, all these things will begin to matter. They are checking your degrees. Which one is the one that is more important? The fact that you rose up to become a shepherd to take care of souls in the church. Wow. I see you having a good degree. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Now, let's move on quickly. Number seven, point number seven, why you need to become a shepherd is that you can now combine material and spiritual progress. Material and spiritual progress. What does the Bible say? First Timothy chapter 6 verse 6. It says that, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Hallelujah. So, it should not just be that we are looking for only one thing. That's all you are thinking about. What did you say? Going about doing business, making making babies, Ah, changing jobs. That is all you think about. It's not a bad thing. We are not saying that don't do that. But the Bible says that combine the two. Godliness with contentment. Contentment is the baby that you have. I mean, when a woman is looking for a baby, my brother, you can't do anything about it. She has to get the baby. Oh, yeah. Why do you think they go to all these people, they pray for them, anoint certain parts of their body? Because they, they want the baby. Hey, when a woman doesn't have a child, it's not a good thing. It's a major problem. So once you get, that's why we, pastors, we pray for the people. Everybody get your baby that you are looking for. Because it will be another problem in the church if, we, if you don't get it. No, I'll be more happy to see a woman get the baby. Once she has gotten the baby, then I can bring other issues. Mm. So, contentment is the baby. But not just that. Add godliness to it. One day the psalmist says something, Psalm 37, verse 4. Psalm 37, verse 4. He said what? Can you give us that scripture? He said, delight yourself also in the Lord. In other words, we don't mind if you delight yourself in Manchester. You delight yourself in getting babies. You delight yourself in doing business getting degree, whatever, we don't mind. But delight yourself also. Don't do away with that one. Pastor Robert, do you understand? Yes. As you delight yourself in, what are the things you delight yourself in? Teaching and all that. Let the work of God also be your delight. (laughs) Yeah. Making babies. Eh? You just had a baby, isn't it? <laughs> Charlie, you have brought yourself. Uh... Amen. Tell the next person, delight yourself also. Yeah. In the things of God. Yes. It must be very important to you. That's why in our church, we believe 90% or about 95% of the pastors are all lay pastors. Because we believe that you can be doing this and combine it with this. Yeah. 
I used to be a lay pastor for many years before I became a full-time pastor. But I used to be a lay pastor working, doing, oh, and I was combining effectively. Yeah. It was working, working. So, it is possible, it is possible that every one of you can be doing whatever you are doing, but also make time for the things of God. There are souls perishing. And if you are saying that what I'm doing is so important, I can't have time for somebody else. Hey, my brother, you don't understand what is happening. You don't even know why you are seated where you are. You are seated here. The first reason why you are here is because God is looking for somebody to help with the work. And there are many souls out there that need shepherding. And God is saying, rise up and become a shepherd. Next week is going to be our escape Sunday. Yeah. For once, forget about all your things, your AGA things, your, your teaching, your business, your breastfeeding, <laughs> your restaurant. Eh? What else? Uh, no, everybody is mentioned. They know themselves. And then what else? Your what? Your security things. Your money-making things. You know yourselves. We haven't mentioned, but you know that it is you. For once, this week, let's all forget about whatever we are doing. And let's all join together. Everybody is bringing at least two souls to church next week Sunday. Wow. What do you think? It's going to work. I believe that many souls are going to be touched. Next week Sunday, we are expecting not less than 1,500 people, 2,000 people seated in this place. Now, I know why you are not clapping, because you don't believe it. <laughs> no, it's going to happen. Yeah. Last time we were almost thousand. Now we are wow. We are moving. Yeah. If you brought two people last time, bring ten people this time. Oh, you are not saying amen. Listen. One of our church members last uh, International Sunday, our brother Edward, Edward Ebu. <laughs> His name is Ebu. Many people call him Abu. So it's not Abu, it's Ebu. Ah, you didn't know, is he? So I'm telling you. Uh, why? <laughs> now, this guy, in fact, the last time he brought one bus, you see, of people, but he had a friend, very good friend. They have been friends since whatever. He even traveled with him to Cote d'Ivoire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They went to hustle there. It didn't work. They came back. So when he came, his sister brought him to church. Gave his life to Christ. Sister became a shepherd to bring him to church. So the last great invitation Sunday, he also decided to become a shepherd. He brought a whole bus of people. I tell you, one person, you never know. The man who led Billy Graham to Christ. He had a crusade. Only Billy Graham gave, gave his life to Christ. Yeah. Now, Billy Graham is winning many souls and he's gone. But, I'm telling you, you may not know that one person you will bring. 
this is friend. When he had called everybody, he called that friend too. That, listen, I have been struggling with you. I have been hustling with you. I have found a church. I think my life has become better. I know yours too will become better. Come, let's go. Come, let's go. Come, let's go. The guy wanted him to escape something. The guy said, oh, no, 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 no. He has to go and check something, 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 something. Can you believe that right after church he had a call that the guy has been shot? Yeah. I told them to get me the picture. I don't know whether they were able to get it. That's it. It's okay. Please, take it before we become sad. But what I'm saying is that such a person just needed somebody to say, listen. You see, and if he had even followed, that would have been it. But you can just imagine... There are many more people. It doesn't mean that everybody will say no. At least, let's try. This guy was invited, but he didn't come. But there are many other people, when you invite them, they will come. So let's invite many more. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is your, whatever you are chasing. After some time, it will not be there again. You will not even want it again. Yeah. Most girls, they want to marry, 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 marry. When they marry, that's it. Few months, they become somewhere now. Baby, 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 baby. After the baby, that's it. They don't want the marriage anymore. They don't want, just they have the baby. It's okay. Thank you for giving me a baby. That's all. And the man becomes a donor. See, a lot of men are asking, why, why, why? Because, you see, the things of this life, we chase it, chase it. After some time, there's nothing. Let's look for things that will go after this life. As the things that will go after this life. These are eternal things. Not just temporal things that today is there, tomorrow is gone. It's not, it will go away. You just watch. You just watch. The thing that you are wasting so much time on, you are fighting everybody about, oh, to not be there again. There are many things that we used to see some years back. Today, they are no longer there. Even the shops that were around. They are no longer around. I don't know whether there were some shops here like that. Ah, but this A-life is also gone. There is, you will see them. What, Matt? Lismat. It was a major place. In Accra, we had all these places. Roos Pillars, whatever, Kingsway. All of them just vanished. If that's what your whole life is about, Charlie. <laughs> I know one brother. He said he was sponsoring Pozo Hayes. Do you know Pozo Hayes? That was all his life. He's meant to sponsor him to do well. After some time, today even some people don't know Pozo Hayes. Just yesterday or two days ago, I just remembered that. I said, hey, this Pozo Hayes. Do you know Pozo Hayes? Look at that. This man doesn't even know Pozo Hayes. So that's how it is. So the, the, the thing is, not. so I'm telling you, give your life to something more important. Yeah. See there. Give your life to more, something more important. As you are looking beautiful sitting here, if you go out there, the people see you, you are looking nice, you are serving God, tell them, come with me. They will follow you. This smile, no, the same smile. 
Yeah. You attract a lot of people to church. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, with your smile, you should get at least 10 people in the church. The lip shine like that. Without talking. When they just say, lighthouse. They'll be following you to church. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm following people. I'm just talking and talking and talking. Number eight, we have to close. You must become a shepherd because people are hungry for the truth. Hey. Hmm. People are hungry for the truth, though. People are being fed all sorts of things. Junk. They are not receiving the truth. And you and I know the truth. And we have to share the truth. Otherwise, they are receiving something else. I mean, when you hear things that are going on, you'll be amazed. Ah, is that what is being taught? Is it in the Bible? Which part of the Bible is this? The other day I was talking to a lady. She said somebody called her and told her she was a pregnant lady. He said, you know, this is your pregnancy. Take five cities, rub it on your stomach, rub it in your head, and go and put it in the orphan bag. It, it, it sounds, especially when you see that, oh, we have to put it in the offering bag and all that. But where is this rub on your stomach, rub on your head? Where is it in the Bible? Where, where, where? The Bible says that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. Whenever somebody gives you something, tell him, give me two, three scriptures to back what you are saying. If the person can't give you, it's, it's false. Don't take it. But what I'm saying is that there are a lot of people out there, they can't hear the truth as you are hearing. You are fortunate to be hearing the truth. We could have been teaching you something else. But we are teaching you the truth. And you must now also teach others the truth or bring others to hear the truth. Otherwise, they are going to perish, my brother. They will perish. And God will hold us responsible for their blood. Because we have the opportunity to bring them. You just watch the people and say, hey, you, this, that, that, that. But it's not a person's fault. He hasn't heard the truth as you have heard. Yeah. Do you know why people are drinking and drinking? They are just finding a solution. Sleeping around. They are just finding a solution. To them, that's the solution. But when I sleep, when I have sex with this person, when I have this sex with this person, I'll be okay. That's it. So Jesus said, he said, the, the, the water that you are drinking, he said, when you drink it, you will thirst again. He said, but the water that I shall give to you, when you drink, you shall never thirst again. Yeah. So, there are many people drinking all sorts of waters. Appetition water. Sexual water. What was? Adunko water. I mean, different types of things. Because for them, that's it. That's, that's what they know. 
but they need to hear the truth. You know, all that I'm doing is, I'm just stirring us up to reach out to some people out there and bring them to church. Next week, every one of us, at least two people, as for the shepherds, the real main shepherds in the church, I'm not expecting two from you. You dear buses, you must bring buses. But I'm talking about ordinary church member to bring two souls. Just two. Two who can also come and hear the truth. Yeah, because the truth, the things they are hearing on the radio, there are some people on radio, they have made themselves radio counselors. If you listen to them, they have things. I don't know whether all this type we could cook back and all this, but they are still are they still there? They are still there. Because the people that's the this thing that they have. Yeah, some people to their own is the Nigerian movie. That's the truth they have. But Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one can get to the Father except by me. He said, you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Jesus is the, the truth. We can't give any other thing. Let's bring people to come and know the truth. Number nine. Become a shepherd because many people are spiritually hungry. It's just about the same. Spiritual hunger. Yeah. Yeah. There's a forest in, in, in Accra. They call it Achimota Forest. Hey. I didn't know people sleep there. One day I was talking to a brother. He said, oh, I've been sleeping there for the past one week. And he said, he didn't know. Somebody told him that, oh, he can sleep there. So, and then he slept there and he was walking around. He saw that there were a lot of people there. I said, hey, yeah. And there are people who have made themselves, yes, oracles like that. Come. So people gather. I tell you, I'm not, I'm not that you know. What I'm saying, these are, when you see people doing some things, you don't even know why they are doing it. Yeah, but they lack something. There's a spiritual hunger. Yeah. Some of us, our parents went through a whole lot of things. Not because of it, but they were just a hunger for something. They visited Awayo, visited this, visited that. that, that. That's the reason why they, they did all the things they did. Sometimes they were just looking for the truth for us. you are here today, but you don't know. Your mother had to go visit this, visit that, visit this, this. spiritual hunger. Pouring libation, this, that, that. Some of us when we were born, this, that. One day I was praying for a lady and I had a vision. It was like when she was born, she was giving some eggs to swallow. That's what I was asking her. She said, yeah, it's true. Her mother took her somewhere. And I don't think that she meant evil. She was just having a spiritual hunger, looking for something, whatever. You know, so what I'm just saying is that there are a lot of people like that. They are going to this, they are going to that. And these days, the juju has become open. Billboards, 
package, Facebook, Twitter, call me. This, I tell you, it's, it's a very wild system we are in. And the people are going because none of us will put down our work, our breastfeeding, our what, to go and just get two, three people to come to church. That's why they are going. We, we shouldn't blame them. And now they have now realized that, oh, I was watching something on the TV. It's a whole channel. A whole channel that they sit down, that uh, bra, say, miwaha, miwaha, freminama, say, this, that, that. We should never ever point fingers at people when we have not gone out to call them. We should never. When they are going, you should begin to blame yourself. I'm the reason why they are going. I haven't told them about Christ. I haven't brought them to church. So next week is escape. They are escaping. All these juju people, all the, we need to bring them escaping death like that guy, escaping shootings. If that guy had just come to church, that would have been it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, finally, become a shepherd because people need to be visited and strengthened. Yeah. Oh, Richard, it's okay. Share. Why? Why? It's not something meant to be seen. It's just. Uh, I didn't even ask that you bring it again. I was just making reference to it. Yeah. Jeremiah 23, verse 2. Let me end with this. My time is up. It says that you have scattered my flock he said therefore thus saith the Lord God of Israel against hey, the pastors mercy that feed my people he said you have scattered my flock and driven them away yeah why and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you <laughs> the evil of your doings. No, that's how seriously God looks at your lack of visitation. That's why this week is a week of visitation, isn't it? Regional visitation week. We are going to visit everybody. If you are in the church, you haven't visited you, please wave your hand. We'll come to you. Everybody is going to be visited this week. Oh, I thought you would say amen. But God takes it seriously. And you may be surprised that you arrive in heaven and say, you didn't visit this guy. At uh, Bongobri. So because of that, you have, God is facing you seriously. That's he said, I will, I will visit upon you the evil. Personally, when I got born again, I mean, I was okay. I was okay. I mean, people visited me, though, but I flowed. I mean, but there are some people, 
they need a visit. They need it. Without it, I'm telling you, he said, you have driven them away. They will go away. They will go away. They believe that as they have come to church, you should come and look for them. Or even, they don't even think about it. But the fact that you haven't gone to look for him, he will just get lost. Yeah. Are you people there? Choristers. Not just singing, no. But going to look for the people. Ask the person. Number. This, that, that. The souls that were saved at the crusade. We have to go and look for them. They all run away. It's not their fault. There's a scripture. Get details. Name. Address. House number. Here, the house number, does it work? Some places. But some places. The kiosk. Lotto kiosk. Cocoa seller by the side. There is a watch seller also three meters away. When you go past there, you will see a building. There's a woman there called Auntie, Auntie Fua. Ask of, when you get to Auntie Fua, who is the charcoal seller? Ask for the charcoal seller. Charcoal seller is not too far. There is a building behind the charcoal seller. That is my house. When you come there, you know, you need to ask, what is the name they call you in the house? Yeah, you'll be surprised when you arrive. The name is different. One pepe, one pepe. So when you have gone there, you arrive. So maybe justice, 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 justice. Justice, they need justice there. Area here. No, 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 no. Justice behind here. Justice. So as you are talking, justice. There's somebody. Ah, justice. There's somebody. Justice. Ah. And you one pepe. No, I can't have them. So one pepper, so one pepper, one pepper. Oh, the prophet didn't justice, but oh, he found one pepper. So one pepper, the great prince. So that's the guy. So, wow. You know. So sometimes some of the names don't work. One day I went with my wife. We went to look for somebody. She was the one who spoke to the person. I didn't see the person. So when we went to the place, it was evening. The area, she got everything. Then she was mentioning the name. Nobody seemed to know the lady. Ah. So at a point, there somebody came to say, "Gang, hello, naka you work at Duna Or is it the lady with a lot of buttocks? So my wife said, "Oh no, no," because she too she saw her in church. She didn't see buttocks backside, whatever. So she just took the details. You know, so everywhere we go, then somebody will say, "Ah." Alone, like you could do not appear. The one was <laughs> so at a point I told her, listen, I think we should look for this UL with the do not appear. I don't know, maybe it's not. So when we went to the house they directed us, she was sitting down there, she she was bathing her baby. So I said, they took her to her. I asked my wife, is she the one? I said, she's the one. I said, I told you. But see, she was sitting down, bathing her baby, so we didn't see the dunapi people. Because we're not one. <laughs> so, <laughs> we finished with her, and we left, and we went. But I was with her in the taxi one time. And then we're around UTC, Accra. Then there was a zebra crossing. People were crossing, crossing, crossing. Then I saw a lady. I mean, I didn't look at the face, but... 
all what I saw was this big lady with the big bottles moving. I said, hey, what is this plenty of bottles that is moving? Then I lifted my eyes and I saw the lady. I told my wife, I said, you see, Joe, I can do not She's a one I tell you, visitation, it brings a lot of... But you will never know things till you visit people. Yeah. When you go to people's house, then you see the problems they are facing. We cannot be sitting here and be very happy. Everything is okay. You see people coming, you don't know the hole they have come from. Maybe some of the ladies who are looking shepherd like this. You will wonder the clothes, the dress that she's wearing. Where she took it from. That she has worn that she's sitting here. Why are you ladies so quiet? I'm just saying something. If it's not you, just smile. Yeah. But I believe that we are all rising up to become shepherds. And because of you, many souls are going to be saved. Next week, Sunday, we're going to have a great testimony. We're having one service, 8.30 sharp. We're going to be here. It's going to be powerful. After the service, we're going to have a concert also to win more souls. Yeah. SK Frimpong is coming powerfully. We've also invited our people from Victory Bible Church. The choir, Victory Sanctuary Choir is also coming to sing. So, choirists, you have to stand up, rise up. Hallelujah. But I know it's going to be a great time. And God is going to help us. Stand to your feet. Wow. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Father, we want to thank you so much for today. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for touching every heart in this place. Thank you for hearts that have been stirred to become shepherds. And to rise up and gather souls unto the kingdom of God. Father, we pray, O God, that the grace to become shepherds will be our portion. Especially this week. As we go through this week, visiting and inviting people to come to church. We ask for grace to do this work. We bless you and we thank you. And as every head is bowed, all eyes closed. If you are here, somebody invited you to church. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You're not even sure when you die, whether you're going to heaven or hell. But I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. You want to be born again? Thank you, Father. We thank you for salvation. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.